It's the old Doctor Who show number 49, Enlightenment. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a joke, Debbie? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. The first polarity of the neutron flows, the TARDIS should be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. The genetics is like a person. The resulting reaction is fighting. Are you ready? Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, your tri-weekly classic Doctor Who review podcast. My name is Eric. And my name is Dan. And we're, uh, yep, we say that a lot at the beginning so people know, oh, that one's Eric and that one's Dan. I think our voices are pretty distinct. Yeah. How are how are you, Dan? Hey, I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing? It's good. It's been uh, the three weeks. This uh, feels like we just did this. It really does, actually, for some reason. Yeah. Kind of just jumping right back into this one. Uh, but here we are. So we're here to talk about enlightenment. I don't think we have any uh, interesting, exciting news Oh, I, I actually have news. I am Go going it. to be appearing. Did I mention this already? I don't remember. I don't think so, no. If uh, there's any listeners in Miami, Florida, I will be at the Miami Book Fair, which is exciting and petrifying because uh, I've never been to Miami and I have to go by myself. And then I have to do some kind of panel, and I've never done a panel, so I'm Oh, so what are, you, what are you there for, exactly? I don't know. Uh, it's some panel <laughs> on uh, immortality or something. It's, you know, it's for Gregory Suicide. That's why right. they invited me. But I don't know what I'm doing. I've never done a panel. It's with, like, three other authors. I hope they ask know the, questions. Like, I don't do you know. Am I the other to, authors? I don't know anybody. So okay. it's going to be fun. Although I actually really know the moderator through Twitter, like, a, but not personally. So we'll see. So if you're in Miami, you should go. It's a big deal. Me, I, you know, Joe Biden's going to be there, so hopefully I'll be able to hang out with the VP. Uh, it should be fun. The pressure is entirely on the moderator. It is not on you. So uh, yeah, that's what I think. And it, it's nice self. because like there's going to be three other people to sort of take the attention away from myself. So I'm hoping for just a couple of nods and, and a lean into the microphone because yep, that's yeah, what he said. Some of that. No, it is going to be the Eric Grissom hour, and I think it's fantastic. So what's what's the date on that again? Uh, November 18th and 19th. Okay. It's a weekend, but the panel, and I guess, on Sunday. That's awesome. But we may, That's really, I, really cool. I don't know if we'll have another show. Well, maybe we'll have another yeah. show before then. We will. Okay. So yep. forget I even We'll talk it. more about that. Hey, speaking of uh, an, another show, um, the next one, this is episode 49. This is the 49th review that we've done so yeah, far. This is pretty crazy. Edging towards our 50 extravaganza. Big 5-0. We got the big 5-0 extravaganza. Coincidentally, uh, the story that we're reviewing on the big 5-0 is the five doctors. Yeah, how nice that, is that? Kind of, just the perfect I guess it kind of works. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Universe um, aligned for us there. So we're thinking of doing something maybe a little bit special. Yeah, because Fourth what is the worst thing about every podcast ever made is that horrible live show. Like when you yeah. do a live show. This isn't quite that, um, but we will be recording live. So I guess I, you know, I do a fair amount of editing. It's not, we're not in front of a studio audience. Uh, well, we're not there who knows? yet. We have three weeks. Maybe we can put together yeah. a studio audience of hobos that we pay from the. But uh, we will be in front of a wah-wah. virtual audience because with whatever we do 
will release the feed or whatever, however it works. If it's like on Google Video or Google Hangouts or whatever, you'll be able to join us and we'll figure out all the details uh, yeah. in, in the days to come. So, yeah, so this is this is to be determined right now, um, but check your – maybe we'll drop an extra little note in the RSS feed for the podcast. We'll definitely make sure we mention it on uh, Twitter and Facebook and on the site, theolddoctorwhoshow.com, to let you guys know what time and how to join us. Right. If you listening now know of a good platform to use this to do it on, uh, we're open to su- suggestions. So Yeah, we have a couple of ideas, but if we know something that is – uh, you know, new or better than other ones, then that would uh, be ideal. So recommendations would be helpful. But so keep your ears and eyes open for that, and uh, you'll get to watch us make magic yeah. in real time. I'm sorry, it's really, going to be super awkward. Speak, it's going to be awkward. Speaking of making magic, should we get to the making of the oh. magic uh, review? That doesn't work. That's <laughs> I don't not, know what I you're talking think about. That one out. That's sometimes oh. I just try and it fail terribly. So let's just sadly hit the button and I'll sheepishly back away uh, from good. the mic. Boop. It's dark outside. Isn't it always dark? Well, it's that I expected it to be daylight. Mr. Mate? Excuse me. Sir, are you all right? Of course. Did you see what was in one of the companionways? What? Underwater gear. Like scuba divers were. Maybe this will tell us where we are. Well, doesn't make a lot of sense. It looks like the position of marker boys. Oh, they're considerably more than that. Mr. Mate, we will look at our competitors, please. Aye, aye, sir. Electronics. A Nedwardian racing yacht. We're not on a yacht, we're on a ship. A spaceship. This is Enlightenment. This is the fifth story, uh, the 20th season, 1983, written by Barbara Clegg and directed by Fiona Cumming. After the Doctor receives a cryptic message from the White Guardian, the Doctor, Turlow, and Tegan end up aboard an Edwardian space yacht where a group of fancy pants Eternals race each other around the solar system in search of the ultimate prize. Uh, that Yeah, that's it. What do you that's think of good. this uh, Yacht Rock story? <laughs> uh, well, first of all, you just mentioned we have Barbara Clegg as the writer and Fiona Cumming as the director. I don't think we've ever seen that before. Uh, actually, I know we haven't seen that before because Barbara Clegg is the first female writer uh, on a Doctor Who story. Get out. A televised story. Really? Yep. Yeah, isn't that insane? Doesn't that just seem absolutely bonkers? That does seem bonkers. I know we've seen Fiona coming a few times now as far as the director, but I didn't right. realize that there had not so now been we have any, a uh, woman writer on the show. Yeah, yeah. We have, we have. I think they have lady, lady writers and a, lady, a directress. I'm sorry, just kidding, guys. Um, so I just thought it was kind of cool. I don't know if that has any real bearing on it, but it's still like 20, 20, seasons, 20 seasons in. Fiona coming, so I know we've Yeah, we've yeah, she did. I mean, Castro Volvo. Castro Volvo was great. Snake Dance. Did you think uh, this one was great, Dan? I really enjoyed the tone of this one. Uh, meaning the, especially the first episode when I didn't really know what the heck was going on. Um, before we even find out that these are Eternals or whatever, uh, when they're in the hold, hold of the ship and 
the the I guess what's his name uh, uh, Mariner keeps popping up and and like kind of spooking Tegan. Like that was that was really cool. There's a lot of interesting stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, yes, I did like the story. I like the performances. Um, I have some problems, mostly centered around Turlo. But other than that, I think it was a pretty awesome story. What's your What's your top level? I've got mixed feelings. I mean, more good than bad. Way yeah. more good than bad. I love. I loved the story. Uh, I love the ideas. It's just a very cool thing. The Eternals, and I like the idea of sort of these bored gods that have to sort of use humans and mm-hmm. for everything, and then they sort of treat them like pawns. There were certain moments. Uh, where it felt a little drawn out um, and other story bits, which, you know, jumping, you know, close to the end at this point, sure. like Turlo commits suicide, essentially, because he's yeah, so uh, done with the Black Guardian. But then when the doctor runs into him, that's never mentioned. Uh, it seems like, you know, maybe he needs a, some at that point he would confided that he was being manipulated by the Black Guardian, but it doesn't come up at all. Right, he's so, it, it's yeah, a weird we thing, and then he's also you know obviously he's committing suicide, so he's just ready to die. And then later, when given the opportunity to die, he freaks out and begs the Black Guardian for help. Now, I guess you know he yeah with all kind of thing he's committing suicide. Then he realizes he wants to live, so I'm okay with that part about him all of a sudden changing and wanting to live again. It just felt the whole Black Guardian White Guardian part. I wish was not a part of this because I feel like that was felt more tacked on to the story and like you get to yeah. the end and you have this white guardian black guardian uh pat- <laughs> dead parrots on the head <laughs> thing but you don't really find out like what happened to the eternals who i thought were cool and i'd like yeah, to know yeah. well what's they just sort of are forgotten about so it was good it just i wish it was uh i wish that whole black guardian white guardian thing was not a part of it yeah, I can see where you're coming from with that. Um, it it is strange. I mean, this whole thing with with Turlo being enthralled with the Black Guardian and having to kill the Doctor, but he doesn't want to do it. But it's it's the same thing we said in the in the last story. Um, I don't understand why he's even doing this. The Doctor could just take him home. And so I guess but, yeah. because the whole deal was the Black Guardian said, you know, you do this for me, I will take you home, blah, blah, blah. But the, and the Doctor could do it. I mean, I guess we could say the Black Guardian's all powerful, so he could just kill him. If yeah, and, and so it it also he's, he's got stuck. like that little device that he's tried to throw to when he can't. So he's he's stuck to it. Yeah, that deal at this point, he agreed to it, but he can't get out of it. Like he's locked yeah. in. Even yeah. if he were to tell the Doctor, the Doctor would have to at least figure out a way to get him out of it. But but yeah, you and would think generally, that he, like, why is the White Guardian get gives the Doctor the coordinates to to get to the race? But why? Yeah, you know, like the Black Guardian. This whole question. time he's trying to question. kill him, but then they're like, oh yeah, but also do this race. I don't know. I it mean, just felt like the connection between the Black Guardian and the like. It's their race, I guess, right? Because they're hanging yeah. out. They give the gift at the end. It just felt very. It is a little convoluted. Maybe, maybe if we if we start closer to the beginning and walk our way back to the end, because the ending did have left me some with some questions because <clears throat> it didn't seem like it was completely fully thought out, or maybe I'm just missing something obvious um, to the way this ended. Yeah, well, so, we can yeah, start. Maybe, maybe we'll just start. Yeah, we'll just start from the beginning um, and jump around as we always jump do. Around. But um, we have. Uh, so we Sorry, start off with that, 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 that,
the house of pain. You know, I got no, that I'm back sure tattoo. That in, uh, many times a day. You can barely get through a conversation without. Yeah. Um, so we got we got Turlo and uh, Tegan playing chess while the doctor's trying to fix the sabotage that uh, Turlo wrecked. Yeah, playing the, chess uh, in quotes. Like, Tegan is sort of half paying attention at that point to that. She's, she's very low energy in the so, beginning. She, she's very she still low. really hates Turlo. Um, and the doctor still really hates Tegan. And Turlo just hates everyone. So the, it's the a horrible crew. Uh, yeah, horrible. all three of them together are just sort of horrible. And then the TARDIS is falling apart. It's got like a bad alternator or something. Like the powers <laughs> dip. And like it's just like a everybody just feels miserable in that first episode. Right. It's it's all dimly lit, and the Doctor's trying to trying to to fix everything. And so then we get we get a power drain, and it's the the White Guardian trying to speak to uh, the Doctor. To give him a message. So, I don't understand why, uh, I mean, whatever. It's just the, the way the story goes. But why does the White Guardian need to draw power from the TARDIS in order to materialize there? When, in the first time we ever saw the White Guardian, it was really the Black Guardian. But the first time we saw this happen, he could just kind of appear at will. And he was like, the Doctor was even like, yeah. oh my goodness, he can make his way inside the TARDIS. It must be one of these Guardians. Like, and I do miss, I miss the old, it's the same actor, white, same White Guardian, but I miss the old White Guardian where he looked like he's going to be drinking sweet tea with the wicker chair in the middle of the weird thing. Yeah, so yeah. Adapting he's either on a this, plantation the, or he was his Panama Jack. Or, right, yeah, but now they've yeah. adapted this thing where he's got to have the white bird on his head versus the black. It's just so, For it's some super reason, dumb. The white bird looks so much worse than the black bird. Yeah. Maybe because you can see more detail of it and just see how cheesy, horrible, bad it is. <laughs> but the two of them at the end—I'm sorry, just jumping ahead. But the two of them at the end, where they're when they're standing face to face over the, the the prize, and they're just staring at each other, and their birds are staring at each yeah, other. It's, it's, just, it's, not it's good. super it's awkward. Not the, not the highest. No. Yeah. Although, like we say that, other than that, the bird heads, it has <laughs> great costuming. And, yeah. Like the set Throughout. design was very cool. Like it all is. It didn't feel cheap except for that, you know, those two things. Especially considering – so, you know, we start off and they're, they're on an, uh, an Edwardian um, sailing vessel. But then there's also some Greeks. We don't really see them very much. Um, there's a Chinese ship. We only see some of the crew whenever all the like, ship captains or whatever are meeting on the buccaneer ship. There's buccaneers. Um, then there's also spacesuits that they have to wear. Um, Tegan has to get into a fancy gown. She gets like, drugged at one point by that creep who's like, you know, drink this. It's fine. You'll feel great. Drink it. Drink and it. And then I'm she's like, handsome. doesn't feel. That whole thing was weird too because well, hey, she's hey, like, so, what is it? And then she drinks it and she's space sick or whatever. And she just goes off with this stranger to the room. Like in the beginning, she kept like leaving multiple times where she's like, yeah, I'm not really feeling well. And then she leaves. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you know? It just felt like there's this weird scenes in here where she just goes to her room for, and you're like, "We just got here." Yeah, I don't know who these people are. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, let's weird. let's come back to that. But my the point I was saying is, considering all of the different period pieces they had to to wear, I think that the um, the costuming, the set design, the overall production design was fantastic in this yeah. episode. Consider how much they actually had to do. Some of the stuff, you know, the exterior shots where you. Where you see the other racing sailing vessels, the yeah. miniatures still, they're using. It was cool. I thought the it reveal was great. Like, in I, the first episode. I love episode. what they were going for, yeah. but it it just doesn't, yeah. It was up. cool. I thought it was really cool, the reveal in the first episode, so you'd think you're on the ship, and yeah. and then when they go up and you see you're in space, was oh, was really cool. Even before that, they send one of the crew up, and you just hear, he goes ab- above deck, and you just hear him screaming. Yeah. And like you don't know what's going on yet. Like that was really cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Like the the 
the way that they parceled out the information of what was going on throughout the first episode and even into the second episode was really pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, and I had so no idea they mystery, were going to be like, in space. Did you? No, not at all. I thought they were going to be like, underwater. I'm like, oh, it's a uh, submarine. I thought it was a haunted ship or something. Because yeah, the way I thought it was that, a submarine because they, they, when they look at the suits or something, I feel like, don't they say, like, oh, those are for deep diving? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And wasn't yeah, something else about the first submarine was in an article or something? They talk about the... Yeah, that's right. Like, they do. Oh, there's like a, a weird that was a pretty ship good underwater, but it wasn't that. No, no. But, I mean, it was related to it, but it was a pretty good misdirect yeah. there. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> So the the crew is kind of in disarray here. We have we have everyone hating each other. The doctor gets this message from the White Guardian. He's supposed to go to this these coordinates. And when he goes there, they're on this ship. The doctor says that he wants to go out and, and figure out what's going on, um, and he wants to leave Tegan behind on the TARDIS in case the White Guardian tries to contact them again. He specifically says he wants to leave someone behind that he can trust. Yeah. Why is Turlo with them? I don't, I don't understand. Know. Nobody knows why. I, I just I can't get I, I I'm a broken record on this I just can't get past it I, the character's interesting and like I said previously when we first saw him like it's cool to have that tension of someone who is both working with the doctor and working against him without his knowledge it just doesn't seem to make any sense to me no I can't I still can't figure out what even when he is heroic in this episode quote unquote he isn't always quote like, unquote he, you never really know where he's coming from no. He just feels pretty awful. And even when he's sucking up to the uh, pirate captain, yeah, uh, woman whose name I forget, you're like... Susan Sarandon. Is he sort of... Is he, <laughs> is he a double agent here, or is he actually sort of, you know, on her side? Like, it, I can never get... He's just a character I can't get a grip on. Yeah, I well, and I think that's part from. of... I think that's part of it. I mean, even when uh, the Buccaneer captain is reading his mind, she says to him, you know, you're not impossible to read. It's your mind's in turmoil. But the one thing that's always constant is your greed. Yeah, greed. And I think that's that's a pretty good – I like that they did that because it does give us a better read on the character and where he's coming from. It doesn't make him any more sympathetic or make me want to see him right. much more in this, but it's but interesting. I, yeah, and, how, and then, again, by the second episode, we talked about Tegan being separated. So you mentioned – who is the guy's name? You see, like, hands appearing on the windows. That was a, a – Yeah, Mariner. Moment. Can we actually – before we even go to that. So the first time we see Mariner, she's left on the TARDIS. Um, Turlo and the Doctor have gone off onto the ship. And the White Guardian starting to materialize, and she can't quite get the message from him. He tells her that, you know, winner takes all and – don't let them win. And then Mariner's doing this peeping Tom routine on the viewer. Yeah. So he's like, and he doesn't seem to hear her, but he's staring at her That's and weird. she's talking to him. Why does, did you remember like he's staring at her and she says, are you the white guardian? And he just kind of gives this weird smile. And then he, he makes his face like, Oh, like he's falling. Do you yeah, remember that? Know. Like I, I'll, I'll have a gif of it. I'll, I'll give you a screenshot, but well, he, most it's like he of falls the away from is drunk. They're oh. all just drinking a mixture okay. or whatever these guys are. The rum that they yeah, yeah they're, they're spending the their their days sort of numb. I just um, don't understand why not like why society. He did that. Yeah. Why what? I just don't understand why this eternal that we find as an eternal. I understand that he can use the viewfinder and see her because he can kind of do anything. But why did he look like he was fun? Did he was was he watching her like while looking in his phone and then he tripped over something? They're That's, all creeps. It doesn't make any planet. sense. Anyway, so so that happens. Tegan goes off into the the hold of the ship, and uh, 
gets stalked by him, which is really interesting. Sorry, so I, I cut you off. So Tegan was going back to her room. No, I don't remember. I was probably just because of the, the when she's, she's trying to dr- give her the drink. Yeah. And she's like, what is it? And he answers, a mixture. Not something I think that would inspire a lot of confidence in you. Uh, if yeah, some no, cr- no. creepy dude is saying, oh, it's a mixture. It's just a mixture. Oh, I, okay. And then, it's all natural. I made it myself. But yeah, they're all drunk. Yeah. They're all drinking this this weird fluid. And that that kind of that part was sort of cool, you know. They're all yeah, yeah. Don't know. I mean, it, they all know they're on a ship, but they don't know how they got there and why. And everything's just sort of madness, right? I mean, you have the one guy Jackson, who's uh, one of the members of the crew, um, who is a teetotaler, so he's not drinking this stuff, and he kind of knows what's going on. I can't imagine like everyone else. So they they drink this drink and they become docile and kind of just accept what's going on, you know, like alcohol does. And uh, but and they all need that before they can go above deck and see that they're you know sailing through the solar system what would it must have been like for this guy who's not under the influence of that to actually go but like he must have just yeah, that, maybe that was the guy that's freaking out and <laughs> screaming because that was insane um yeah so that was kind of interesting i liked as they as we start with the episode two and um tegan's in her room she wakes up after ha- drinking the 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 mixture yeah and she looks around. I noticed this right – well, it was pretty obvious. I think we were supposed to notice it. I don't have superpowers of deduction. But they, they pan across the room from the, the doorway over to Tegan's bed, and you see the wicker chair in the background, and the room's mm-hmm. a freaking mess. There's clothing everywhere. And then there's a photo beside the, photo the bed. Of her like, aunt. What the heck is going on here? And they say, like, a moment later. I like that reveal. Like, it, it seems like someone's been rummaging around in my memory. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Yeah, and it's I thought like it was a, really it's a, awesome. A mix of her old room on Earth and the TARDIS room and everything, and yeah, so that was cool. And I like, I, I again, we talked, I talked about it a little bit, but I, I do love the concept of the Eternals, yeah, being out of ideas because they're outside of time and they've lived for so long and they've completely used up any of their own originality, and they're they know everything, um, but. They're like on a little bit of a delay. You know, they don't, they have to sort of read, you know, the doctor makes a point of saying that too, where, you know, when he feels that his mind gets read, that they're just a little bit behind. It's not like the ultimate thing where you can't do anything because they're going to be aware of it. They're just sort of have to look and then find and then exploit whatever it is. That's right. Yeah. He's talking to the the ship's captain and he says something. He's, oh, you didn't know that. Just for a moment, you didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't really come into play a whole lot in the rest um that, no and nor the does their the... love story either the the uh, eternal that falls in love with tegan or you know he's essentially falls in love with tegan he's fascinated by her but they, he's fascinated you know by even her. tegan's like does this love and he's like what well that actually doesn't what he really says, go I, anywhere either no i took a note of that because he she says uh you know are you, you falling in love with me he says love what is love i want existence what is so love? it's not it's <laughs> So it's not really – oh, there's the song. Yeah. It's not really about love at all for them. It's it's just that she has some sort of fascinating personality. Like all the Eternals are interested in her for some reason. When they have the the weird cocktail party on the Buccaneer ship, um, the captain there says, everyone wants to meet you. Everyone's fascinated by right. you. But then we find so, out he, she's going to use her to get that – targeting crystal or whatever via her headband so she i don't know the two are exclusive there yeah she definitely has ulterior motives but the fact that everyone's interested in tegan's brain the way that she thinks is so interesting that 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 yeah uh, i mean i don't know i i i I took it that he really was in love with her and that he just was so far removed from humanity that he doesn't understand what love is that's interesting but all the things that he was saying really is love 
I don't know. That's that. I, th- that's I thought it completely I undercut it. I thought it undercut the 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 emotion of it. What that is it, love? It wasn't exactly. Yeah. I mean, it. Yeah, he he was giving these saying these things like, "Without you, I'm nothing. I need you." But I think it wasn't you know the love feeling like I will be devastated if you're not with me. It's more like you are existence for me. Otherwise, everything is this void of right. er, yeah, eternity. That's true. So. But I liked it. I liked the fact that it could have been either way. That it kind of worked in both ways. But that I, I think it was much more creepy if it if it undercuts it instead. Yeah, he was definitely was really creepy. Good. Definitely creepy, yeah. giving people uh, drugs and manipulating her and being the one in power, but also sort of saying. Wait, how why great is that creepy? Was. What? Just kidding. <laughs> Nothing. Um, but I did. I did like uh, talking like in acting. Striker was awesome. I forget the actor's name, but the way that they delivered all of their lines. He's so robotic, like yeah. and just devoid of of emotion of any kind, and it was really unsettling. And I thought the acting, pretty much across the board, was really pretty good in this. Yeah, I um, I thought Stryker was one of the most interesting uh, characters, though, especially because of that kind of deadpan robotic face, like no, showing no emotion. Um, but then whenever he whenever he does kind of make eye contact or like focus in on someone. It's even creepier. Like he yeah. really, he was pretty amazing. And I like how bored they are that they have this. Everything is about this dumb race around the planets. Like they got nothing else going on. And oh, that's who I'm thinking of. Striker, the captain, Victor Garber. It's not actually Victor Garber, but it really felt like it was Victor Garber to me. I'm sorry. I had to check that out. We had Susan Sarandon and Victor Garber, and we had the CBS stuff. logo for some reason that was on the floor of the place. Uh, you know, the yeah. I logo. It has the. The basketball yeah, and the football and the baseball or whatever. BBC and uh, CBS were doing a, a promotional crossover. There. And how dumb was that vacuum shield off sign, that giant <laughs> neon red sign or whatever, when you know that thing is on or off? Yeah, so that whole segment I kind of had problems with. It just felt like a lot of – this is where I felt like it – you said before you felt filler. like it was kind of filler. Yeah, it just yeah, felt, it felt like really stretched flabby out like they were just padding a lot of – a lot, all four parts of these really just felt like, especially like second part two and part three, and that whole sequence was, and that's what I mean. Like you had this whole sort of heroic moment of Turlo killing himself because he's so overrun with grief and okay anguish, and then this. they what? just that that just went nowhere. Then it became, you know, even when the doctor went to see him, Turlo's hiding and trying to figure out how to get to her power room. To but isn't he going to be? He's, I get the sense he's using that power for himself. Anyway, it's a yeah. thing of greed. He's not actually even concerned anymore with the doctor's safety or anyone else. So you you're saying what what are you saying is Turlo's heroic moment in this story? Killing himself. Killing himself when he throws himself overboard. Yeah, because he he's How at a point that? where he has to kill the doctor and he sacrifices his own life to not do the uh-uh. evil bidding of. Uh-uh. Black Guardian. This is I don't agree. <laughs> this is you are wrong. No, I just I don't see that as being heroic. I think what was happening. Remember the the Black Guardian threatens him and says you are going to die yeah, in the ship. An eternity on that ship. An eternity of torment. He's promising him hell on that ship yeah. that he's going to die there, but he's not going to die immediately. He's going to be tortured in torment for eternity on that ship. So instead, he's going to kill himself. So it's even at that, that moment, is it is not selfish. a selfless act? You're saying it is it's a selfish act, completely selfish, so, I, just I, like that, always. That is fair. I'm just trying Thank to find <laughs> some reason to like this guy. I guess <laughs> no, there's and no I'm reason. reaching, and I don't even know if I like the doctor. So that's like there's yeah, very few true. people on this on the current 
uh, where we are on the show right now yep. that I like. And I do like Tegan, and I thought this was I do a like stronger Tegan. Tegan episode, and I liked... Yeah, it was a really good Tegan episode. The the moments that we had with her, and I wish there was actually more of her and less of Turlo. Uh, Again, we're still running into I, the same problem that I've I've been harping on since the crew expanded to a cast of thousands at one point. Is that especially even going back to the Adric stories? It's they have people that they don't know what to do with. I think they had some good moments for for Tegan, and they definitely use her and play her up and say you know how special she is in the way that she thinks, which I think is a really cool idea. She does actually come up with some great ideas through all these different stories and the way she comes about things, even though the Doctor doesn't appreciate her. But it feels like they still, even with a, a, a set of three main com- people, the Doctor and two companions, they don't know what to do with everybody. Yeah, uh, and it I was, thought It for, was exacbated when sure, there were like five of them. Right. But. I thought for sure, okay, Tur- Turlo, we're going to get – I thought this was the last story I we would so have too. with Turlo. I'm like, okay, yep. this is the conclusion of the Black Guardian Turlo is going to free himself of the bonds or die or something's going to happen. Yeah. But I feel like we're still, I mean, the Black Guardian is supposedly, he's not dead. Uh, they make a point of saying that. He but Turlo die, yeah. is free of his influence. But yeah. he's still hanging out with us. And I still don't even feel like he really redeemed himself. I mean, it happens off screen. The last episode, we, you know, the uh, pirate woman, what's her name? The captain of the pirate ship? Yeah, the buccaneer. Um, She's like, throw, she wants yep. the, the doctor to walk the plank and Turlo to walk the plank. And then you see two bodies come out and you're supposed to think it's the doctor and Turlo. And right. Surprise. It's actually her. Rack, I think, is her name, right? Yeah. But we don't right. know if Turlo did something heroic. No, right. Because he's selling the doctor. Every chance he gets, he's selling the doctor out. And then you're like, okay, well, he's just doing that because him and the doctor have a plan. But, but you never know you if that's the know. case. Yeah, you don't really yeah, know. Which, again, I can see as being a really cool idea because we're, after you know 20 seasons, we know the relationship typically between the Doctor and his companions. You know, complete trust in the Doctor. You can trust that the companions are, are who they say they are. So it's cool to have, in a way, to have a companion who you don't really trust. But to this level, I yeah, I agree. It, it's just, it's strange to... yeah. Have uh, behaving this way, he t- sold about immediately whenever they're they're discovered in the the vacuum sealed room. Um, that you know he that Turlo says he caught a spy. That whole thing and sells him out. It's it's yeah. you know completely obvious that he's just doing it for his own self interest. And yet the doctor doesn't seem no entirely well, put yeah. off by at it. that particular point. Though we did see a previous scene where the doctor and Turlo meet and talk, and Turlo says, "I want to stay on this ship, and I want to help you or whatever." So. There is a reading where you say the doctor is in on it at that point and knows why Turlo's I guess that's saying probably, what he does. I don't. You're know. right. That's probably the case, but you you can't tell with him because again, like his mind's in turmoil. Question and, for you on how any of this works. Uh, so these ships we'll are flying around the solar system, right? Yes. And whenever the pirate ship gets near a competitor ship, uh huh, she has given them a red ruby of some kind, and she yep. destroys the ship. Yes. But how does she have her, like, uh, ball where she invites everyone over? If their ships are all in different places, they're how are they getting back to her ship to have the party? Where's the party taking place? Yeah, so I think Why the party's taking place. Why shoot all the ships at that point at close yeah. range? So the party's taking place on her ship. Why she doesn't shoot them all right then is, I think... It wouldn't be fun. That's the only thing I can guess. Right. This but is how just are they like getting, a subterfuge. They're all on. They're not all yeah. next to each other, right? There's different people in the lead right. and people. Yeah, they're so teleporting. 
I would assume that they're just their Eternals thing could just do that, except that we see at the end, which is so ridiculous and so fun, <laughs> that um, the crew Solar of wind. the yeah yeah the crew of the Edwardian ship that we're on, so like Stryker and his crew go over to the Buccaneers ship because they won, and they're going over in some sort of dinghy, and it has like a little <laughs> plastic cover on it. it so. They had to do that, I guess. Or did they have to do that because they were taking the humans with them and they couldn't transport? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I don't then, know how that works. Right. And then at the end, they talk about the Enlighteners. Now, are the Enlighteners just the black and white Guardian? Or yeah. is there a whole race of Enlighteners that we just don't see? Hey, I don't even know that they knew what was going on. I don't know that the Eternals honestly understood the game entirely that was going on. They may have been you know, being lied to the entire time by the white and black Guardian. And that... They just have a completely co- different concept of what was happening. So you think this they is just, a this is a race that happened? This is the only time this has ever happened in a race, and not a race they have every year or whatever. Because oh, there's established rules. Feel, they talk about how you're allowed to cheat. You can kill people, but maybe it's I mean, not maybe fun. This, or, but I don't know. I I don't doubt that there were other competitions or things like this where they set up rules and they have to play by the rules because that's the only way that it'd be fun. But I don't know. There's ever been something with stakes like this before. Uh, I'm sure they've done it just to keep themselves entertained. Actually, you know, they kind of make reference to that. This is how they have their entertainment, and they use um, ephemeral minds to do this stuff. But yeah, maybe it's the first time the they've only done time, it with Earth, too. Right? Or maybe it's the first time they've, only done, they've, they've done it with, you know, this prize of enlightenment at the end. I don't have a feeling that, you know, every year they do a race for enlightenment, and someone gets enlightenment, and then they hand it off to someone else later. It just, I mean, maybe. It's just I don't see how that would really work. Yeah, I. Who knows? It could be that like the movie Circle of Iron, uh, oh. where you go on a martial arts quest uh, to find the Book of Enlightenment. I think it's even called. Mm. But you, no one ever makes it there. That you get killed with all the trials on the way out there. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. A fan of that movie as a child. <laughs> as a child. I, have, I have never heard of it's, it, but I, it I think I'm great. the only one that's actually ever watched Circle of Iron. I'm gonna go take uh, a break and watch it right now. Yeah. Or mm. the Silent Flute, I believe, is the the European title. In That's any case, great. I like that better. Yeah. Whoa. What do we have anything else to talk about with this? Well, episode? I mean, so there's. Yeah, um, I was going to do a uh, overall impression. I'm I'm still sort of mixed. I think you had. You had I like problems it. With Mo- it. Most, I mostly like it a lot. Yes. You know, it's agreed. just a shame that the little things keep it from being perfect. But it's certainly a step above, um, you know, your average episode. Just because I just love the idea of the. Sh- of those old ships flying in space, and it yeah. just had a, it, it, conceptually, it was very interesting. The Eternals this race of Eternals is cool. Have they been in it since? I know this is the last oh. appearance in the show, uh, not including novels or comics or anything, of the Black and White Guardian. So we're not we're not going to see them hey, again. I didn't even know that. I don't try. To, I try not to spoil myself. So I have yeah. no idea if the Eternals show. I up had again. seen that on Tardis Wiki or somewhere that this okay. is sort of, and I think generally people don't like them. Those characters. Oh, at, at the time when this was made, I think it's interesting. I mean, just, I like maybe the just idea. in general fandom yeah, yeah. or whatever. They're I not, gotcha. you know. But. I like the idea that there is that there is a greater force outside of the Time Lords, so that they aren't the ultimate ultimate uh, beings in the in the. Yeah, universe. no, I think I would I would write which is really great. That. That's. Why I, I like that the Eternals I could see as being is is interesting. Um, I kind of like the gets, Eternals. Up, I, I I would think they're ripe for. Uh, Further stories. I don't know if if though I don't know if they appear again. There could be yeah. additional eternal stories, but like, this where do they come from and how do they work? And 
Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, I kind of like that whole thing. I, that's why I wish, like, the ending, okay, the other, the pirate ship wins, and then, wh- where do they go? The, the Eternals are just gone, and then the, the Doctor wins, but none of the other Eternals on his ship. Because it's not just the Captain isn't the only Eternal, right? No, there's a it's, whole bunch of them. And, and when, remember, because uh, one of the Eternals was made to walk the plank, and at the moment that he would have died, he disappears. He just got yeah. transferred. Right, yeah, you get transferred. So they all get they transferred don't explain out. really what that is, but that's okay. Right. Back to the screaming void of eternity. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. It would be interesting to see more of this. I wouldn't think that we would get the mechanics of how all of this works, because that's not really how a lot of these yeah, stories no, no, tend I, to I be. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. I would love uh, to know it, but I don't think we'd I, ever get that. I would it like feels- to know what... It feels really reminiscent to me of, um, and it, obviously this came later than the story that we're reviewing now. But like uh, the race of Q in Star Trek. I never seen Star Trek. See, I don't know what the race of Q oh, is. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, I don't know. You man. know, a long story short. I mean, it is it is a a race of beings that are immortal, all powerful. They're actually it's the very first episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Starts off with Q, who is putting humanity on trial. Spoiler alert, the entire series of The Next Generation is Q's trial, and it comes back around Wait, again. what? Really? Okay. Yeah, Wait, so just the watch whole the very- series is about one trial? <laughs> yeah. Just, like, just yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to spoil like, it making- you know, 20 okay. years later, folks, but that's that's what happens. Uh, but that race of Q, you know, he kind of – he's fascinated by humanity. This one particular Q is fascinated by humanity. Um, and, you know, keeps putting them into situations, see how they react, and et cetera. So Q is uh, interested in this in the in humanity because they're so fascinating to him. Um, I think one of the problems they had with that is is dealing with a supreme race that can actually do anything. How do you keep that interesting and sustain it without um, imposing some sort of limits and rules on it? And I feel like you might run into the same thing with these guardians who are all powerful, or this race of Eternals who seem practically um, omnipotent as well. How do you keep that interesting yeah, without? But you can introduce, yeah, you can introduce something where they're sick. The Eternals are dying. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he's got it, guys. We have we have a, a professional writer <laughs> in the house here, so he's got stories out the wazoo for it. Uh, uh, but all that said, I think we both liked it, right? I mean, that's yeah, uh, yeah. Do you I'd feel like to... okay? Let me ask you this. Sure. Do you feel this is a satisfying conclusion to the Black Guardian quote unquote saga? You know, if we're, if we're to look at this as a trilogy, starting with, uh, was it Modern Undead, then Terminus, then this? Yeah. Do you feel like, oh, that was a cool sort of overreaching no. arc? No, either no. do I. I feel Not at like- all. I mean, it was fine. It was okay. I, I didn't really, I, th- I think the, the actor who played the Black Guardian was so over the top, it just didn't, I didn't enjoy that very, his performance yeah. all that much. Um, Turlo with his, his, his crystal that he kept pleading for help uh, slash why are you tormenting me um, with that was just so much. It introduces Turlo, who I'm not really sold on in terms of a character. The way this resolves the end is still kind of a question mark. I mean, we don't really talk about the resolution. Turlo is given the choice to have, you know, the, the doctor wins so he can, can have this enlightenment if he wants it. And, and Turlo, because he's part of this, um, uh, making this happen, is able to get a piece of that. Right, and so, then we, we get that he makes the choice um, to say at that point at least you could give me that he's doing something heroic, right? So explain he, to me why you say that. He that's, gives that's up the TARDIS. Out. He gives up um, enlightenment, whatever that happens to be. His at that point he can kill the Doctor and then get the reward. 
Yeah. Or he can destroy the reward, which is, I guess, what he does, and save the doctor. Yeah. And so he does that. He he hits the crystal prize into <laughs> into the Black Guardian, who then it all of a sudden is on fire, and there's just flames coming out of him, and it looks like he's you know sort of in the red room. Uh, I was going to say from Twin Peaks, it was like okay, that that scene could have been in. Yeah, it was uh, evil Twin Cooper sitting in uh, the yeah. Red Lodge burning. Up so for he's all burning it's, up, it's and then they say, "Hey, okay, you know, the Enlightenment is the choice; it's not the, yeah. the prize." Um, so it that to me was a heroic move. You don't, you I don't, can't I can give see that. it as heroic. <laughs> I can, I, I can't. I just can't. I, I don't know exactly what the ulterior motive was, where the greed comes into it, but I have to believe from everything yeah, we've some, seen with he's him got an that angle. it's that still guy's greedy. Got the angle. I just don't – yeah, I don't know. Now, neither it, of us know anything about the five doctors. Nothing. Right? And I don't, even know, I don't even know nothing about Resurrection of the Daleks. I don't even know which five doctors we're talking about. Just so kidding. this is my point. We're not doing the next story. We've oh, done right. pretty much every story in order. Yeah, we did a whole uh, bunch in a row With the last, here. you know, six or seven. Yep. So do you think this is the last time we'll see Turlo? Or do you think oh, he's in fair. the Five Doctors or the Resurrection of the Daleks? I hope all of a sudden we're going to watch the Five Doctors, he's gone. And Resurrection of the Daleks, he's gone. But, you know, I also kind of feel like, well, should we find out what happens to him? I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll wait until Five Doctors. And then if we don't know, I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's fine. If he, I don't think maybe he goes away that- next episode. I have story. a feeling he's not going to last much longer than this, and I don't think it's necessarily a story that we would want to come back to uh, the second time around when we start picking up some of the important episodes we missed um, on this first series. So, yeah, I think this might be the last time we see him. Yeah, so, okay. uh, guys, expect a whole bunch of extra gifts of Turlo um, when you see this in your feed on Wednesday. That's today. Five Doctors, um, to uh, Another question for you on Five Doctors, as I assume you're the master. I know nothing I know nothing about it. I try not to know anything in advance. Does the Five Doctors take place in order, or did that just air and it's sort of completely separate from the timeline of the show? That's a really great question. You know what I mean? I like, it is because we're literally basically don't have missing uh, King's Demons, right? Because if you go on, you know, as far as like the release, I think King's Demons came out, and then the next listed episode is the Five Doctors, at least according to Wikipedia. Yeah, and then Warriors of the Deep. So, I don't know. I'm just wondering if it's just a separate thing they shot. Doesn't has nothing to do with it. And if Turlo's not in it, doesn't mean that Turlo's gone. Right. I see where you're coming. Yeah. I, again, I have no idea. Yeah, we'll I might. Yeah. I. It, it looks like. Is this true that uh, King's Demon is only two stories long? Uh, Are two episodes long, or did they? Is this like over a break? I'm looking at BritBox, and it. Uh, it's kind of breaks it up. Okay, I might actually just go and watch that in between just to see yeah, we'll how that, that finishes because it's so. I mean, it's two two stories. You finish that in an hour. All right. Well, if you um, feel like watching it at home, you can watch it. It's more we'll yeah. get an official review, but if we both watch it, maybe we'll mention it briefly. Yeah, exactly. I think that's that's fair. Um, uh, is there anything else to talk about in this no, story? I mean, I mean overall, I think we're good, right? I don't have anything yeah. else. We both. I think it was so much better. It started off really strong. I love the mystery of it, especially the beginning, the piecing out of the story, and then the end, the kind of finishing. Reveal. Just yeah, I have didn't something. quite have the punch it needed. What is your he explain? Thing? He takes out his celery, <laughs> and then replaces it with fresh celery, fresh parsley, right? Or what? No, it was celery. It's celery too. Why yeah. does he do this? There's... Do we ever figure? Is this a mystery that will eventually be revealed? 
I don't I, understand. I, hey, maybe that's what's in the fifth. The fifth doctor, uh, five doctors oh, maybe, is entirely. That's what it'd be, it's plot. all about celery. It's just about celery. I think it's just a quirky characteristic because yeah. they couldn't think of anything more interesting for him to be. I mean, it's it's the same thing as um, playing the 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 recorder. Yeah, you know? the it's wild, the crazy coat that Colin Baker will wear. The scarves. It's all about the scarves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I do. I mean, it was a funny moment that he's there at this fancy party. Everyone's all in tuxedos. Tegan gets dressed up beautifully, where the doctor doesn't remark on her changing yeah, at all. She looks fantastic. In the same way that he didn't with Nissa every time she tried to get yeah. his attention. She was more trying to get the doctor's attention. Like, look at me. I don't I look yeah, pretty. Yeah, where Tegan was just like, rocking the night with just her. Just rocking her, it. She looks great. And so everyone looks all, all beautiful in their finery, and he switches out to a fancy celery. So, you know, it's fine. Uh, all right, I think that pretty much does it for that one. All right, that, so that one. ends uh, our review of uh, Enlightenment. I hope you are enlightened by our our discussion our discussion of it. Uh, next up, as Dan said, Five Doctors, our our fiftieth special show. We'll be doing a live video broadcast, uh, so um, you can see what we look like if you're kind of you don't. I'm going to wear a mask. I'm going to wear bandages. Uh, that's on uh, November first. Yeah. So you have between now when this goes up on the eleventh. And is it going up on the 11th? Sure. Yeah. And uh, November 1st to get your questions or comments or anything that you want read on our anniversary show, and we will read it. What we'll do is we'll drop a a quick bonus epper. That's short for episode. Bonus. In in your feed, so we'll tell you exactly what our plans are for that, when and how. Uh, We'll also mention that on Facebook, on uh, our site, theolddoctorwhoshow.com, and also on Twitter. Speaking of which, we did get um, some feedback from you folks. I asked you what you thought of uh, this story, Enlightenment, and we did get some uh, feedback from you guys. Thank you for that. Um, Let's see, uh, jumping back here real quick. Um, HexEd says uh, that he loved it, regularly played the audio tape while doing my homework. Uh, film work of models is not stood up too well, but great concept and performances. I agree with all of that. Uh, I wonder what the audio tape is like. Um, I kind of would like to hear uh, this done in yeah, a narrative. I form believe that instead. there was a no- there was definitely a novelization of this sure. done. I wonder if the audiobook is just that, or if yeah. it's something different. Like more it's like of an a audio big finish thing with full cast or whatever. So yeah. But that, that's cool. I agree with that. The, the models, like I said, too, uh, it's gr- a great concept. It's, I'll, yeah, I'll give really it that. Cool. Um, let's see. We got uh, Crystal, uh, Catmoon76 on Twitter, uh, gave it two hearts. I'm assuming that's two hearts is out that of how one. how many hearts? I think two is the total. Two is the maximum number of hearts because okay, it's a so time it's just lord. A heart is good, and then you get double hearts for the time lord. Double hearts because it's, it's a Gallifrey two time hearts lord. out of five hearts. No, no, I wouldn't think so. What what being would have five hearts? No, we're talking about doctors here, uh, time lords. Uh, Chris Debs Paddock uh, says, a quality, glitzy, baroque, full of class struggle and exploitation, just like the 80s themselves. Yeah, that's good. Good note. I love that. That's really cool. Um Let's see. Uh, DWSSG01 on Twitter um, says, Fantastic story. One of my favorites for number five. Huh. Is this one of my favorites for number five? Uh, it's up there. I still don't like his performance all that much. Yeah. I just don't like this doctor. I just don't like this doctor. No, I, I hear I, you I'm just that. coming it, around I, to it. I like this a lot, but I would say it was not my favorite of this number doctor. Number five? Um, yeah. I really liked... Um, what was it? I'm trying to think. Snake Dance, I really liked. Earthshock was great with uh, yeah. The Earthshock, I think, might be one of my favorites, just because of the the touching moment. Yeah, or, yeah. Time Which flight, not very good. 
Um, but yeah, Modern yeah. Dead was great too. That was the one where it was the two different timelines. So yeah, that was, that was it, cool. it, in any case, it's excellent. He, he definitely the Fifth Doctor got some great, interesting stories. I just I wish. I liked his characterization a little bit better. Um, and then separate from that, um, total at Total Longo, uh, Phil B says on Twitter, are we going to go back and review some of the shows we missed out on? I just want to point this out again. Um, yes. Uh, remember when we started off doing this show, we did not have a whole lot of uh, access to a bunch of the stories. So we started off whatever was on Netflix. We would review those. That went away. Yeah, uh, and on our, the... our schedule page, you will see Dan has added a round two section. Which is which not filled out yet. We have to update it because I know what we've I think we're going to do. Yeah, we, that are not we are getting these recommendations. We're keeping track of the recommendations. Um, what we're going to do is closer to the end of this run, uh, what we'll do is we'll put up uh, something on the old Doctor Who show.com to try to get some kind of last round uh formal round and we'll we'll note what we're going to do maybe to put it up to a vote uh or get some more feedback and then we'll we'll finalize the schedule for you guys but that's hey guys we got months until that comes back around yeah, lots so more if there's story something to you want to see just email us and we will consider it definitely and the last thing i wanted to mention is uh at inverax i'm not saying that right uh on twitter uh, posted us a little message saying I'm working on something to celebrate 50 episodes of the old Doctor Who show um, and sent us a little screenshot of what looks like a comics panel I love with it. the fourth Doctor and uh, a Dalek saying exterminate and it's looking amazing yeah and if we so, can get that before our excited. video we'll show it on the video that's awesome yeah 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 if you could send that to us again yeah send that to us before the 50th episode if you're done hey take your time this is pretty awesome but if you have it in time for that we will um, post that and also show that on uh, on the live feed a video feed we don't think we've mentioned that explicitly but we're going to do a live video feed um, uh, for the 50th story so thank you guys everybody for uh, the feedback there if you like the show please remember to go to um, the Apple Podcast app or go to iTunes or Google Play and uh, leave us a rating and a review that does help other people find our show. Yep, and if you re- uh, we will read it uh, on air, right? That's our promise. A- air quotes on air. Yep. We'll do oh, that. Oh wait, wait, hold on. Wait, what? Hold the phone. I just checked. Yes. And we just got a review. Yes. Do it on iTunes. Come on. Uh, Let's this hear this. So nice. Okay, this one is called No One Likes the Peter Davison Doctor. <laughs> it's a five star review from Good Old Doctor Who. Already Thank we're, you. we're on board with you. The humor and affection Eric and Dan have for the old Doctor Who really comes through. Oh, I like that little rhyme that you have there. It wouldn't yeah. be as good if they didn't enjoy the material. I'm transported back to fifth grade, skipping basketball practice to watch early Tom Baker on PBS Channel 2 in Boston. The nice. song selections at the end are great, too. How about doing The Invasion of Time? Uh, well, first okay. off, thank you for a great, oh my gosh, uh, that's great. review. That's amazing. Thanks for very happy. Um, and I would, I would, yeah. Let's do the invasion of time. Do we not have that on on our? I think we. Ha- I think two? it was recommended as well. It's just not on the schedule yet. So we, we'll have to collate all of our recommendations and we'll put them back on. We're going to try to hit all the highlights. So I'm sure whatever you're recommending, we're going to get it on there. But again, we'll we'll add a uh, a way for you guys to be more formal about that towards the end of this run through. Yeah. Thank and you guys. Invasion of time review. is a uh, who's the doctor on that one? Is that Tom Baker? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't we'll even. I don't know the story. I don't but know. But yeah, story. it sounds good. I mean, I, I'm I'm down with that. Yay! Yay! That was really cool. Thank you so much for that. All right. Thank um, you. Anything else? So uh, you can also follow us on Twitter um, at TODW Show. Also on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash 
There you go. Instagram um, is TODW Show. We'll put up our gifts right. there as well. On the show page, when you come and uh, check out our, our stories on the old Doctor Who Show.com, uh, there'll be a gallery of gifts, animated gifts uh, from that um, story. Um, that, I think, spans back to maybe 10, 12 episodes or so. We started doing that. Those are also some of the ones that are on your Twitter timeline there. Uh, keep your ears out for the next uh, mini episode where we tell you what to do for our 50th and check all the other places for that. So, until yeah, then, you can you. also follow me at DanJNJ on the Twitters if you want to. Oh, it's too much stuff. And follow Eric because <laughs> uh, Gregory's Suicide can be uh, pre-ordered can right now. You can follow me at uh, egrissom on Twitter. Yeah, Gregory Suicide is available. So we're available good. for available for pre-order. It is available for pre-order. Yes, yeah, you can get find on it that on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or wherever fine books are sold. And not so fine books too. Dirty books are sold. <laughs> yeah, you can get it out of a brown paper bag. It's fantastic. <laughs> there are a lot of uh, yeah. There's a lot of male nudity in Gregory Suicide. I won't lie. There's a lot of naked men. Uh, lots of naked men. Probably the I, most <laughs> amount of naked men you will see in a graphic novel. So. So it's a really graphic graphic <laughs> yeah. novel. Yeah, they're not like doing anything, but there's naked bodies. So. All right. Well, more Either reasons to pre-order it. Either that's a plus or a minus. Uh, <laughs> I, we'll see how that lands. I guess it depends on the naked body. Right. Um, all right. So until uh, we speak to you guys again, thank you. Cool. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye.